We celebrate this evening the feast of St. Josephine Bakita, Sudanese woman who uh, was born into uh, a family that she was kidnapped when her and her family were working in fields. Um, and uh, from that, she was sold numerous times into slavery. And one particular slave owner was uh, rather brutal and um, slashed her many times, over a hundred times. And to make sure that her wounds remained visible, uh, poured salt in them. And uh, she talks about the excruciating moment that, that she thought she would die when this occurred. But in light of all of those things, suffering has its ways of uh, working. She didn't know Christ at this time. Um, and at this time, she was not only through his suffering beginning to enter into an understanding of who he is and what he did for her, but also an understanding of the God who created all these things. And in the midst of these people who were so torturous, she had the ability to also see that this creator made the moon and the stars and these things that made her uh, recognize such beauty. And so she said, when seeing the sun and the moon, she uh, had this thought, who could be the master of these beautiful things? And she felt well up with inside her a great desire to know him. And in light of our gospel today, I think of this dynamic of what it is that's outside of us that can defile us. And also what is inside that can make us holy. And certainly our Lord is talking about the many regulations in regard to food and defilement and things of that nature. But we see that from within can come something of God. From within can come a different response to the things that are external to us. And so from within her came this great desire to recognize the gift of the stars and the sun and the moon. And she could have allowed uh, anger and resentment and uh, vengeance toward her slave masters to be the case. What was the case is that that same God who created the sun and the moon and the stars and created her and even created the slave masters who were so brutal to her created a path in which one of those masters would take her back to Italy. And in a mysterious way in how God's providence works, her being drawn to Italy put her in the midst of the church. And in this place, she was able to recognize she was ended up at a school uh, she was placed in charge as a nanny for uh, someone, one of the daughters that went to school run by these religious sisters. And it was there that she began to feel this same desire, the same welling up, the same calling to the church. And one can only imagine that that experience in front of those stars was something that she had grown in, something she had realized, this somehow makes me more of who I am to be. This somehow is something more that is good. This is, this is a desire that I want to last forever. And in the midst of that, in light of the fact that her slave owners did what she did, whatever it is that, I mean, we don't know how religious they were. We don't know what the case was, but certainly they're from Italy. They're taking her back to Italy. Certainly the people that are putting her in charge of this daughter are connected to a school. She could have had all kinds 
kinds of responses to this. And how possibly in light of the moon and the stars she recognized this desire that was welling up in light of these religious sisters, this church was something that maybe was connected to those earlier days. And to my knowledge, she doesn't write about this, but I certainly think we can speculate and we can think in our own lives what a mysterious encounter it would have been for her to follow this desire and to see that through these religious sisters, through this family that led her to the school, through this uh, mysterious church, she would have encountered a man with wounds that were still visible. And to find this mysterious place that believed that somehow mystery was an entrance or suffering was an an entrance to something beautiful? She was fortunate that when her slave owner wanted to, or master, whoever wanted to take her back to Sudan. She was in a country that actually thought she was free, and so they couldn't take her. And they even recognized that in Sudan, where she was, slavery wasn't legal either. And so she entered this religious order and spent the rest of her life. And at one point, she went on record and said, if I were to meet the slave traders who kidnapped me and even those who tortured me, I would kneel and kiss their hands. For if that did not happen, I would not be a Christian and a religious today. Might St. Josephine Bikita help each of us also see that the difficulties of our lives, the ways in which we suffer, the things that happen that we don't want, when given over to the transforming power and love of Jesus Christ in the church, can be things that are even more beautiful than the moon at night and the stars in the sky or the sun that lights our way. For through this, we discover the way to the eternal sun where we will live all one day. St. Josephine Bikita. Amen.